This is the Walk Away FBA podcast, where we talk about how to stop building Amazon's business through FBA and start building your own business. I am your host, Joshua Esters. If you like this podcast, follow this podcast, share this podcast. Let's get started. You know, my my son is now, um, he's about two and a half years old, and he's starting to realize that I am a force of opposition for him. You know, he tries to get away with things, and I'm, I'm there to stop him. <laughs> and then the other day, uh, actually yesterday, you know, he's just sitting on the couch. We're both sitting on the couch. And uh, just out of nowhere, he's like, I don't like daddy. I don't like daddy. <laughs> I mean, he likes to, you know, step on his sister's coloring books while they're coloring, throw things at him, you know, hit him. Uh, And, you know, he likes to kind of just tries to get away with stuff, which he can with his mom, you know. So and uh, if I tell him no, he literally just turns his head and ask him, ask, ask his mom for the same thing after I tell him no. But, you know, I don't know. You know, he's just like. uh Maybe it's one of those things, you know, where where, uh, where where the son tries to test the father. You know, he goes in my room, actually. One of the things he does is uh, he goes in my room every day and just knock down, knocks down everything. Just like, just like tear, tearing up everything. He just knocks down my lights. Because I use a, um, I use a light, um, I use a, a, a portable light, I guess you could say. Um, to take pictures and things like that of products and he just goes in there and knocks it out it's to the point where I used to get mad but what I did was I just uh, every time I'm done using it I just take the light bulb out put it away so you know so he doesn't you know damage the light or whatever and um, and you know now that I did that I don't care you know he just does it and and uh, he actually hasn't done it that many times since I've been doing that probably because he knows it doesn't bother me anymore. So, you know, those things kind of happen, I guess. But all right, uh, let's get into this. You know, we we are, you know, still in 2020. I mean, 2020 is is not done. 2020 has been full of surprises, chaos, drama. Just, I mean, 2020, it, 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 it can't get any crazier than this, you know, uh, hopefully. And uh, it's not over yet. And there's still surprises that may uh, come up between now and the end of the year. But one of the things that is going on that is uh, it's, it's very this is a very serious, serious topic. Um, I won't be getting too deep into it because, uh, you know, I'm just trying to stick to what um, what, you know, uh, stick to what what how it how it affects us you know online sellers right so we got more lockdowns all right so we got more lockdowns i mean i'm i'm in the state of nevada you know there's this uh they they call it uh stay at home order 2.0 i mean it sounds crazy you know but there's other states that are just locking locking down i mean there's governors you know telling people in their states to cancel Thanksgiving, you know, and then you got uh, California, which is where I'm from. You know, you got the governor 
basically, uh, you know, telling you, you know, stay at home, you know, just like many other states. Cancel Thanksgiving and stay at home, stay in your houses. There's a lot of fear out there, um, a lot of fear that they're perpetuating. And it's it's kind of messed up, you know, it, it is because I'm, you know, the other night I'm looking at the news and, and this this is how I found out about the stay at home order uh, in my state. You know, I just uh, just happened to be watching uh, regular TV two nights ago, three nights ago. And, you know, it's, it's you know, they're, they're saying, oh, you know, they're interviewing this guy in the parking lot at a grocery store and he has a whole bunch of stuff, you know, that he bought, you know, in preparation of the lockdown. I just thought like, man, this is, um, you know, it, it it's kind of like they want, they want us to go to the stores and, and buy everything up. You know, that that's why, why would they show us that? Why would they tell us that? You know, why would they show us this guy and, um, and kind of create this story or this narrative that, you know, people, this is what people are doing. And I go to the stores every day and, you know, and it's a regular day. You know, no one's up there stocking up their grocery baskets with toilet tissue and all that kind of stuff. No one's doing that stuff. You know, um, you know, is what I've noticed, you know. So, I mean, it's kind of sad, you know, that that this is happening. But as it relates to us online sellers, you know, more money equals more uh, more more lockdowns equals more money. I'm just going to put it that way. More lockdowns equals more money. You know, we we cannot be in a state of fear because we are providing the goods and services that people um, on lockdown are going to purchase. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a simple idea, you know, and especially now that we've been through this before, we already been through this, we're already going through it. Um, there was a lot of, uh, uncertainty and fear in the beginning in March. Um, especially, uh, speaking for myself, for example, just, uh, not really certain how things are going to go. And, uh, some things went bad and some things went well. Um, but what was consistent was the sales. The sales were consistent back in March all the way up until now. And I'm no longer, you know, concerned, you know, I'm not really concerned at all, actually. Um, if you're concerned, I am here to tell you that, uh, don't be. You know, don't be if you're uncertain, if you're just now getting in the game of online retail and uh, you may feel some kind of way about all of this. I'm here to tell you, don't don't feel any kind of way because we've seen this already (laughs) eight months ago, (laughs) you know, wasn't that long ago. Right. And and if if it if it gives you a little bit more comfort my products, my uh, the main types of products that I sell are products that are worn outside. So with all the stay at home and 
uh, coronavirus and all this kind of stuff, my products still sold. They still sold during the whole time. Back in March, up until now. And it's going to continue. Um, regardless of a stay-at-home order, you know, it, it just it just doesn't matter anymore, you know, because people want to buy things. Just that simple. And what's also important to know is for every, you know, every customer, every online customer that's lost, many, many more are gained. A lot of them are new, you know, prior to um, the pandemic, only about 10% of all retail was online. Think about that. Only 10% of all retail was done online. Only 10%. And sales on Amazon took up about half of that. Just a little bit more than half. Um, so that right there should tell us that with uh, with all the new lockdowns and you know people staying at home and people are just purchasing items online, there is a lot of customers out there, a lot of customers out there looking for the things that you're selling. And it doesn't matter where you're selling it. It doesn't have to be Amazon. It could be anywhere. Everybody is seeing a boost in their sales. No matter where they sell. And it's simple math. Prior to the pandemic, 10% of all retail was done online. We probably won't know what percentage that is now until sometime next year. When they do their studies, it, it takes time. When they come out with these numbers, um, we may not see any numbers till second quarter next year. Um, I know that's a lot of times that's when they release. Uh, I forget what source it is, but uh, this particular source, when they release like Q4 numbers, you don't really know about the Q4 numbers of the prior year or of, of the current year until the second quarter of the next year, you know? Um, so these things take time, but we don't need those numbers. We don't need them now. It's just, it's just common sense at this point that, you know, there's more customers coming to the platforms. There's more customers coming to Amazon and there's more customers coming to eBay, eBay and many, many, many other platforms. People just exploring their options and the great thing about what I talk about and about what I do, um, being a multi-channel seller, is that, like I said, customers are exploring their options, right? So there's many, many platforms, right? So you got Amazon, you got eBay, you got Etsy, you got Poshmark, you got Macari, you got Facebook, Facebook Marketplace, um, you know, Facebook, 
Um, you can sell directly on Facebook without selling on the marketplace, Instagram. Um, there's sites like uh, Depop. I'm not too familiar with it, but um, uh, that is an online marketplace. And there's many, many other marketplaces, right? And one of the things that I was, uh, I came to terms of this idea way before the pandemic of knowing about these other marketplaces, right? Knowing where I can, um, knowing where I can kind of dominate in a particular niche or a particular market or try to see opportunities elsewhere and try to see what the differences are, you know, the differences, the, see what the differences are between selling on one platform versus another. You know, I was at, I was having a conversation uh, the other day with my, my, with my brother and, you know, we get, we get on the phone and we talk um, and we talk a lot about entrepreneurship talk about a lot with what's happening in the world. Um, but a lot about entrepreneurship. And um, one of the things we were talking about is uh, different social media platforms, right? So different social media platforms. Um, just, you know, he, he, he his, his business, he does... Uh, he does a lot of business through social media, you know, um, he sells, uh, sells, uh, I guess you could say high end shoes or, uh, trendy shoes. Um, I'm, I'm the, the name, the exact category, I'm sort of blanking on it right now. But, um, but if you're in that world where you kind of, uh, you, you, you buy shoes from, drops and um and then you resell them you know so they may be jordans they may be yeezys they may be you know some type of high-end shoe right so you buy them during these drops and you resell them and he uses a lot of social media to uh build build his audience and build his uh, customer base and we were just talking about all the different ideas out there about social media and how and how to use it for business. You hear a lot of ideas about, um, you know, be everywhere, right? So if you listen to, if you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, a lot of times he talks about, in a lot of his content, he talks about, you know, be everywhere or be, you know, as many places as you can, you know, um, in terms of social media, be on Facebook, be on Instagram, be on um, LinkedIn, be on as many social media sites as you can, promoting yourself in some kind of way. And, you know, and, and that's an idea a lot of people have a problem with, and um, some don't. Some have a problem with it, some don't. But what, what, what I was sharing with him was yeah you know you know it it may 
for some people, I mean, you know, it, it, the thing, the thing about, the thing about business, um, advice or business or entrepreneurship advice or entrepreneurship, um, tactics. Uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of people take them too seriously. And what I mean by that is, what I mean by that is they don't think of it as situational. They're saying like, oh, well, this person is saying this and this person, or this, this person that I respect is saying this, this person that I, res- this other person that I respect is saying this, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it. No, it's all situational. There's no right or wrong. It's, it's, it's just something you can do. I mean, it's something you can do. And if you don't, you don't. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not etched in stone. You know, you do whatever you want to do and whatever's going to work for you will work for you. And then you build on that, you know, but, uh, to circle back to what we were, to what I, what I was talking about with my brother, you know, I was saying like, well, in his world, you know, in, in, in the world of being on social media, it's kind of like the e-commerce world in a way, you know, it's kind of like it because in social media that I don't, you know, I'm no expert or anything like that. I just, um, I, I listen to a lot of perspectives. I'll just say that I listen to a lot of perspectives in entrepreneurship, um, in fields that I'm not in. And what I like to do is I like to take some of those ideas and implement them into what I do. Right. But what I hear from experienced people. Right. And, you know, it it's it's kind of now common sense to me, maybe maybe because I've just kind of studied for a while now. But there's a difference between each platform, you know, and in. In what what um what I came to the realization out of that conversation was that the differences between the platforms may help may help a person who finds it finds it difficult to be on many platforms to promote themselves or their products or their brand or whatnot, the differences, the differences between the platforms may help that person who may um, struggle with being on as many platforms as they could by, let let me, let me just give like a quick example. I think I can explain it that way. If you know that Facebook is for sort of like long form posts, you know, Facebook is good for information, right? Facebook is, 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 is people, people like going to Facebook to get information, whether it's about other people or whatever, you know, it, it's, it's kind of just about learning about something or somebody, you know, it's, 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 it's good for long form. You can, you know, use long form posts, long posts to, you know, you know, you could basically write an article on Facebook. It's good for that. Instagram obviously is good for images, right? So if, you know, 
it's just images, you know, for the most part, images and just quick, you know, dabs of, you know, entertainment or anything like that. But images is very important. Right. And and if you know, Twitter, for example, is really good for, you know, what what's on your what's on your mind? Like, really, what's really on your mind? You know, what do you, what do you, what, who are you really, right? What, what do you, what do you stand for? What do you believe in really, right? Put it in 140 characters and you basically express your thoughts, right? So you can kind of, uh, you can kind of get a feel of a person possibly, you know, as best as, you know, you can on social media through Twitter, Right. So if you know those are differences between the platforms, you know what kind of things to post. And if you know what kind of things to post, you don't get stuck. With wondering what to post. You, you don't you don't get stuck on, oh man, I got to be on so many platforms. No, you, you're going in. You already know that if you if you if you, if you got something quick, you want to say real quick, you hit Twitter up, you know, or if you got some images some really, you know, if you want to post some really nice images of your products, you know, or, 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 you know, anything related to what you're selling. Yeah. You go ahead and post on Instagram. And if you know, if on Facebook, you can kind of, you know, elaborate on what you mean in your Twitter posts. You go on Facebook. Right. So, so knowing that, Knowing the differences on how people use the platforms helps you curate content for those platforms. And that just, it kind of just, you know, it, 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 it relieves the burden, right? Of thinking that you have to be in so many places at one time when you're not really being everywhere at one time. It's just you, it's just you using the platforms as people use them, right? And and, and all of that encompasses what's called psychographics, right? So you got the demographics. Obviously, there's different demographics on the different social media platforms, but you got the psychographics. What are what's the psychology of the people when they're using the platform? When you understand what the psychology is, Facebook information, Instagram images, Twitter short form thoughts, you know, what you really believe in, who are you really, what's on your mind. If you understand what the psychology is of the people who are on those platforms and what they're looking for, it's easier to create content for those platforms. So it, it just, it just kind of just overcomes a hurdle. Now let's circle that back. Let's circle that back to, you know, what we do, right? Let's circle it back to online selling. All right. So you can have, you have, obviously you have different demographics on each platform. You know, as far as like the the target demographic, the target demographic of the platform. And then you also have the psych the psychographics of each platform. What's the mind state? You know, what what's the mind state of the person when they're on the platform? Right? 
So you have, let's talk about it. Like, let's talk about, um, let's talk about three of them, three platforms. And maybe we'll, we'll uh, add some more in as we go, but let's talk about three platforms. So we talk about, let's talk about Amazon, eBay, and let's throw another one out there. Uh, uh, Poshmark, Poshmark, you know, so well, you two, two really big, big platforms and then one, you know, very niche platform. So let's talk about maybe the demographics, you know, of each platform. So the, the demographic on Amazon is... Mostly, the, when I say demographic, I'm not talking about you know because you know a lot of people shop on Amazon. Let's let's you know let's get that out of the way. But what I'm saying, what is the target demographic for Amazon? The target demographic for Amazon. The target demographic for Amazon is the somewhat uh, middle. This is this is this is my this is my uh, this is my take on it. You know, so. You know, it's not the exact, but this is based on what my experience has told me, right? So this is an anecdotal experience or anecdotal evidence, anecdotal evidence. So um, it seems to be to me, you know, um, that it's more of a, a middle, middle class and up uh, target demographic. That is middle class and up. You know, and maybe lower middle class and up um, people who don't have a lot of time and uh, and people who, like work, working people, I would say middle class, lower middle class, possibly middle class and up. And they... They really, uh, you know, they really, and they've really grown to trust the Amazon brand. And they're looking for something new. Um, they're looking for something very specific in terms of problem solving, something very specific. You know, they, 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 they type in keywords that are long tail. Long tail keywords are basically, you know, specific so you instead of just typing in dogs in the search bar of amazon they talk they type in dog chew toys for small chihuahuas okay so so amazon uh it's the is the is the i think it's the second or the third is either the second or the third largest search engine right um obviously google's number one i think i think amazon is number two but um so they're looking for something very specific to to solve a very specific problem, okay? And the the psychographic of that of that group. So that's the demographic: just middle class people who you know have some money in their pocket, they have you know relatively good credit, um, and um, they like buying things. They like they just like buying things, right? And they uh. They want to buy things that solve specific problems. Okay, so got the demographic. The psychographic 
are related to the demographic is these are people with very little time. They want to get something. They want to, you know, when they go on Amazon, they, they just, they look for something specific. If it's there, if it's on the first page, they buy it. You know, if it's on the first page and it's at the top, you know, if it's, if it's ranked at the, between one and five, they're really heavy in whatever comes up in the search between one and five, uh, slot one and five, right? They want to buy something in those slots. Okay. They don't spend a lot of time looking for one thing, right? So they want to find a thing very specific. They buy it, move on, you know, fast shipping prime, you know, you get it the next day or you get it within two days very fast. Right. And they also, um, they also don't care what they're buying. There's a level of that. There's a level of it. They, they just buy, right? They don't really care about the thing that they're buying too much because the reason why I say that is there's a small, I think there's a small portion of the people like that because Amazon allows you to return shit. They allow you to return it in whatever condition. It doesn't matter, right? You can return it and get a full refund. You get your refund when you, uh, when you drop it off at the post office and then it's scanned when, when they scan it into, you know, when it's, when it, when it starts going in transit and they scan it, that's when you get your refund. Amazon, you know, notifies you, you know, your item's been scanned. Here's your refund. Right. So they're, they're very, you know, they're very impulsive, extremely impulsive. That's what I mean by, by not caring. They're, they're just extremely impulsive. Um, so, you know, that's like, I think that's a psychographic of people on Amazon. And they also don't they don't care about price, which is part of another reason why uh, I believe they're middle class and up. But a lot of them don't care about price. They just they just buy. They do some, you know, if it's, if it's a very competitive product and there's lots of options, they do kind of like, you know, find the cheapest one. But that isn't that isn't the target. That isn't the, the main shopper on Amazon. All right. eBay. OK, so eBay. eBay is a slower seller as a slower it has slower buyers right so these are you know middle class and up the demographic uh skews older maybe you know 35 plus or 40 and plus um a lot of people who've been a lot of the demographics and this is kind of like what i've been seeing a lot of um and the reason why i say this is because on, on ebay you can see the profiles of the people who are buying and you notice how many reviews they have. And, uh, and a lot of them have lots of reviews. So they, a lot of the buyers have reviews. So if you don't sell on eBay, uh, you may not know that when you, um, if you don't sell or buy on eBay, you might not know that when you buy things on eBay, like I'm me, the seller, I can, I can give the seller feedback. I can give the buyer feedback, excuse me. So I can give the buyer feedback. Now, that's something I don't do. I, For me, it's a time waster. And I've had some customers even um, email, um, you know, message me and say, hey, you know, can you leave me a review? I was like, oh, that's interesting. Why would they, why do they care about reviews? Maybe they like seeing the number go up and up. I'm not sure. So, um, but there's like, you know, thousands of reviews, a, hundred, a couple hundred reviews. So they buy a lot of things on eBay. And a lot of eBay buyers have been buying on eBay since way back in the day, right? So the, the audience tends to skew older and they take their time buying, right? They take their time buying because there isn't the 
return policy like on like on Amazon where you know it doesn't matter what condition it is you can return it it's not like that they're a little bit more meticulous they take their time they actually read the descriptions right oh, I'm getting into the psychographics now so the demographic is older skew older you know have some money in their pocket and um and so on and so forth kind of established individuals you know for the most part you know that doesn't mean no one else buys on eBay. I'm just saying like that is the main demographic. That's the demographic target. Um, but anyways, so the psychographic is the people are slower. They take their time. They actually read through the descriptions on Amazon. That's not that's not what's happening. Few people read descriptions on Amazon. They just like I said, they're more impulsive. They just buy. They look at the pictures and just and they just go, right? But but eBay, they're actually looking at pictures. They're reading the description, making sure that what you're, um, you know, what you're saying matches, you know, what, what you're describing in your description actually matches what's for sale. Right. And, um, and also, you know, the eBay buyer, you know, um, you know, eBay, you, you tend to, you tend to be able to buy pretty much anything, you know. Uh, old, new, used, all that kind of stuff. People don't go on Amazon to buy used things. Um, but you can go on eBay to, to find used things. You can find vintage things, you know, things from collectors. And, you know, you can buy coins from 1920s. You can, you can pretty much buy anything in any condition on eBay, right? So, you know, so the psychographics of that group is they're just a little bit more meticulous. That's all. You know, they're a little bit more... You know, they want to make sure, you know, they have, they're, they're buying. Uh, they want to make sure their, their money is being spent well. All right, cool. Psychographics. Okay. Let's say Poshmark. You know, let's go a little bit left field here. Poshmark. Poshmark. There is some impulse, you know, there is some impulse to it. But let's let's talk about the demographics. The demographics obviously skews younger because it's a relatively new platform, relatively speaking. They've been around actually for a long time. I think they've been around since like 2011, you know, or somewhere around there. They've been around for quite a bit. Uh, don't quote me on that, but they've been around for quite a bit. All right. Um, Poshmark is more like a um, is more like a uh, a Facebook or Instagram. It's more like a social media site, right? There's a there's a feed or a news feed. You know, um, you can comment on you can you know you can comment on um, listings, right? Where everybody can see, you know, and um, you can, there's a comment section, basically. Um, there's a, in the description box, it's, there's a limit. I think it's a thousand characters. But there's somewhat of a limit. People don't really spend a lot of time in their descriptions. What I've noticed, you know, they put a few things here and there. Um, pictures are important. But I've seen many cases where 
I'm like, yo, they could have added some more pictures and, and the item still sold. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's, I wouldn't do it like that. But, uh, but anyways, let me stick to the demographics, my bad. So demographics is, is skewed younger. And, um, these are people who are more, more wanting to be excited about their purchases, right? So they come, you know, they, they want to, these are people who are maybe not as established, maybe lower, uh, middle-class and, and younger people who maybe not be established in their careers or, um, it's, it's, it's basically young money. Young, young money is on the platform, you know, people who are coming up, um, 18, 19, 20, 25, under 30, I would say. And, um, and they want something different, right? They want something unique, something different than what they believe they can get on an eBay or an Amazon. See, Amazon is very cookie, cookie cutter, right? Uh, and they probably, you know, bought things on Amazon, but they want to come on Poshmark to try to find something unique and try to find something in their price range or what they believe to be their price range. So they're somewhat price conscious in a way. All right, let's talk about the psychographics. Okay. The psychographics. Like I said, when they're on here, they're looking for non Poshmark, they're looking for something unique, something they can, something like when they, when they tell somebody, when they tell somebody about their purchase, they want to be like, yo, I got this on Poshmark, Poshmark. I love Poshmark. And this is, these are things that I've actually heard people say just out in the world. Uh, you know, I heard overhearing different conversations, just, you know, I just, you know, hear people say, well, I got this jacket on Poshmark. I love Poshmark. You know, Poshmark has like this community feel to it. And they also, um, um, the way they present themselves is like a community, right? You're they're, they're, they're community sellers, and they really push, and that's part of the reason why you have what's called sharing on Poshmark, where you share other people's closets. So you're sort of like community oriented. You're sharing other people's closets, and that helps boost you up in some kind of way. And they have all these different uh, clubs and groups you can join on Poshmark. Um, I mean, those aren't the right words. It's not. They're not actually clubs or groups, but they have like these. Uh, uh, I think they're called like posh fests or. Um, 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 you know, they have like these, these, these ambassadors on Poshmark that kind of, you know, put your products together and, 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 and you can be at, uh, and, and, and like, they're like these groups where it's like, uh, you know, whoever shares the most products in a certain group, they get added to the top of the list and whoever's at the top of the list, everybody in that, uh, uh, thread or, or group shares all of your listings. Because if all of those groups are sharing their listings to their followers, you have followers, see? So it's very much like a, a social media, social media platform. All many of the social media, um, aspects are kind of combined into one where you have followers, where, you know, you're sharing your, uh, your listings to other people's followers. And the more view, when you do that, you kind of, you know, you, you can go viral. Basically you can go viral on Poshmark. I had a product that went viral on, on Poshmark, um, last year. So there's all these different community social media aspects to it. 
right? So, so people's psychology, when they're on Poshmark, they think they're, you know, they don't think they're on uh, social media, but they operate, their mindset is like social media, when they're on social media, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, it's all one in combined, right? So you, you can, um, you can kind of curate your, your strategy on terms of, in terms of sales based on, you know, these community aspects of social media, right? Going viral or getting a lot of followers, sharing other people's listings, sharing your listings, because when you share your listings to your followers, it shows up in their feed when they're searching for stuff, right? And, um, and there's a lot of impulse, there's a lot of impulse, you know, there's a lot of impulse on, on, um, uh, on, on Poshmark, but, uh, descriptions don't really matter as much as long as you say what it is and you don't get a lot of uh you don't get a lot of chances to 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 use keywords a lot um to you know boost your sales you know you, you got to be very specific in in your in your descriptions and in your titles because you get a very limited space in your titles you give somewhat limited space in your descriptions to 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 be able to pick up on some of the keywords that that happen, so it's not a hundred percent keyword driven. Uh, a lot of it is the community aspect of it, right? Sharing, sharing your listings, sharing other people's listings, joining these different Poshmark groups, sharing to followers, getting new followers, and somewhat and being somewhat of an ambassador, right? So, so there's a lot of things you can do to kind of position yourself as a, you know, uh, you know, a, a Poshmark seller. So let's, let's, let's wrap this all into, into something that we can package, right? So my, my whole point of going through that whole thing was a lot of people find, a lot of people find it. A lot of people in the social media space or in the personal brand space or, you know, when they're selling things through social media, they may have a problem with being on more than one channel. You know, they may feel like being on one channel at a time is what they need to do. And I'm not saying it's not, it's what they, I'm not, I'm not saying that's incorrect. I, you know, like I said, you, you do what you want to do. I mean, in the world of entrepreneurship, you do whatever you want, whatever you want can work. You just, you just have to make it work, right? But but my point is, if you do want to go the route of being multi-channel, knowing what the different platforms are for, knowing what the demographics are on the platform, and understanding, more importantly, the psychographics of the people on those platforms, it makes it easier it makes it somewhat easier if you find value into being on multiple channels, social media or e-commerce. It gives it, it gives it, it gives it, gives it just, gives you just a little bit more push that you needed if you find value in being on multiple platforms. It doesn't mean, see, it doesn't mean that the things I sell on Amazon are the same things that I sell on eBay. And the things I sell on eBay are the same things I sell on Poshmark. 
and etc. Now, I can, right? I can, maybe. I mean, I don't know until I post the same thing on all the platforms. I don't know until I do that. But once you get to a point where you have certain products that's working well on Amazon. And here's the thing. I've had certain products that did well on Amazon that don't do, don't do well on eBay. They just don't. I thought that at the beginning when I first was, you know, trying different platforms. I thought like, hey, you know, because, you know, I'm, I was an Amazon seller only at one point. Oh, great. You know, I could just sell these things on eBay. It don't work like that. It doesn't translate all the time. But you don't know until you try. Right. And then once you once you get into once you experience different platforms enough, you'll start realizing how what you're selling fits in the platform that you're selling. I have some products. Now, here's the thing. I sell I'm in the same category. I sell pretty much the same things for the most part. Now, in that category, I have some products that do well on eBay. All right, they do well on eBay. I have to have my listing a certain way. I have the description a certain way. I have certain things a certain way to uh, uh, I I have certain aspects of my listings in a certain way to appeal to what that demographic and what that psychographic is. On that platform, there's some basics. There's some basics that you just have to have. That's good to have no matter what, which is, you know, good photos. Right. So good photos are on all the platforms, no matter what I'm selling. Right. But sometimes my listings, there might be a little tweak that's a little bit different on this platform. And I have a same product that probably does well on another platform, too. You know, I have some products that do well on Etsy and eBay, but better on Etsy. But on eBay. It's doing as best as it can, you know, on eBay. And I have a certain, you know, certain wording twisted or a certain something twisted or in a, something different to appeal to the psychographic of that platform. And then I may have a certain set of products like on the Poshmark that I sell on Poshmark, you know, and it, and it only sells well on Poshmark, you know, same category, same brand, same everything. But for some reason... Those particular products are hitting on Poshmark more so than on the other platforms. And, you know, I have to make sure that on Poshmark that, uh, like I said, it's, it's, it's very, it, the, the description is more limited. I would say the description box is more limited to the, than the other platforms. Um, and I have to make sure I'm very communicative in the first three lines. Now that's important on all the platforms. So, uh, but more so on Poshmark because Poshmark, you know, people don't want to be reading all the time. They just want to get to the point, look at the pictures and get back into the community that they're in. Look at the pictures, make a purchase and get back in the community. Right. On Etsy, I need to draw. I need, I need to, uh, uh, lengthen my descriptions, right? On Etsy, people, People actually, for the most part, I mean, there's a lot of people who don't read my descriptions and they give me bad reviews because, I mean, yeah, y'all didn't read the description. 
right? But that happens no matter what. But on Etsy, they actually encourage you to lengthen your descriptions because they already understand about their target audience that they kind of like to, you know, they like to see what you're about. They want to see what you're about. And then one of the things you can do that is through your description. So that's the, the psychographic on Etsy, you know, is, you know, lengthy descriptions. And it's not hard, you know, it's not hard. It's not hard. And, and not all of my listings are have, have length, lengthy descriptions on Etsy, for example. And not all of my listings are very short on Poshmark, uh, for example. But for the most part, they are. They are, for the most part, they are the way they should be for those specific platforms. Now, to even get to this point, right? To even get to this point, you don't know until you put the products up. You know, I I couldn't have thought of this when I first started selling on all the platforms. Couldn't have thought of it, right? But it's just experience over time. I'm seeing what customers are messaging me about on each of the platforms like oh okay maybe i need to tweak it a little like this on this platform because this customer said x y and z and then i'm getting messages from another customer these are questions you know questions in, in the form of messages about you know about this certain thing i'm like oh okay that's uh i need to tweak that so that's that's how you tweak what tweak what you're selling for the audience that you're selling to on each platform is by getting feedback. That's the only way. Cause there's no real reason. Like the, 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 the demographics and the psychographics that I gave you, that's general, right? But there's demographics and psychographics for every product, every category, right? And, and it's very specific to what you're selling sometimes. Right. And you won't know until you post it and get feedback. You won't know. It's going to take time. So just keep that stuff in mind. Demographics and psychographics. You know, um, like I said, 2020 is not over. There's a lot of surprises coming. And. Um, well, a lot of anticipated surprises, you know, just simply because of how the year is going, but don't worry, you know, don't worry, stay focused, keep building. It doesn't matter how fast you're going. It doesn't matter how slow you're going. As long as you're going, we have to keep going. That's all we got. There isn't anything left to do. There isn't anything left to do but to keep going. I mean, a lot of shit is fucked up. A lot of shit is fucked up. A lot of people losing their jobs. A lot of people having trouble. Homeschool, Zoom school, lockdowns, all that kind of stuff. But the silver lining in all of it for us is that we can continue. We can continue our businesses. We can continue to adjust. We can continue to grow. We can continue to do what we're doing. And we are so, uh, we are extremely blessed that we're doing what we're doing. We're extremely blessed because if you're in the restaurant business, you're through. If your business is in a strip mall or in a mall, you're through. If your business is, you know, movie theaters, 
you know, you're pretty much you're you're pretty much through. If your business is anything that requires paying rent, any buildings that you pay rent for, if that's part of your business, any employees you're paying for, any, you know, extra taxes you're paying for and just having a brick and mortar business, you know, if you're relying on food chains and and, um, you know, all this kind of other stuff, if you're relying on, you know, all these different things that people rely on to, to do business, if you're doing that, it's very, very unfortunate. It makes me, it makes me, it makes me, makes me sad. It makes me upset. It makes me sad that a lot of entrepreneurs are struggling right now. It, it makes me extremely sad. It also makes me extremely upset that they're going through this. You know, I mean, it's, it's, and I've been feeling that way since the beginning. I'm like, this, this is really, really messed up. It's just really messed up, you know? So we are really blessed to be doing this, you know, especially if we're doing it from home, right? We're doing it from home. Like there's, there's no, there's probably, you know, a handful or more maybe two handfuls of really, really, really good opportunities right now. I'm sure there's many more, but, but I'm saying like within our reach that we can jump on right now, this is, this is it. We're already doing it. We just need to really expound on it and really continue doing it. I mean, online business, that's it. There's, there's nothing else, you know, for us to build on right now, you know, and then, you know, obviously, eventually, once we build our, our empire here, we can, you know, diversify into other income streams and things like that. That's that's cool. But we, if we stick to online business, no matter what it is, it could be e-commerce, it could be selling courses, it could be affiliate marketing. It doesn't matter. I'm looking at all of it. OK, I'm looking at all of it. You know, uh, we are we are in a good spot. Just don't worry. More lockdowns equals more money. Like I always say, in the meantime, stay on your grind and keep your mind on success.